A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. We are recording this podcast today on Keech, Shumash, and Tongva land, and we would like to pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land, Los Angeles, as well as to their elders, past and present. Salad or Dolly, through a great party, we all drank Bacardi, it got kind of gnarly. We're light as a feather, we're tougher than leather, together we're weirder, we're weirder together. Look, this is a very exciting episode. I mean, if you're in Australia, you're already celebrating. If you're in America, it's the eve of the big celebration. Uh, you know, Friday, July 21st, National Handjob Day. Oh. Congratulations, everybody. <laughs> I mean, how are you spending National Handjob Day? I think um, giving two at once. <laughs> two at once? <laughs> one that's, to yourself, one to your friends. That's crazy. That's wow. crazy. Why stop at two? I wonder uh, what, what the National Handjob Day is. That's so funny. I'm sure it's some sort of marketing conceit think, from Pornhub or do something. Do you think they have a French kissing day? Oh, that Ioni, your entire personality is summed up in the sweetness and innocence of that comment. You're... You're not shocked by National Handjob Day. It just makes you wonder, is there a National French Kissing Day? <laughs> what about a National Handholding Day? That would be nice too. Wow, handjobs. What about a National Kisses on the Forehead Day? Aw, like that. My mom gives the best forehead kiss if you're under the weather. Does she? She does the sort of, she puts her lips on. She to check on your, your forehead? I'm just guessing. I don't to, want to, spoiler alert. To check your temperature, if she puts her lips on your forehead and leaves them there for just like such a perfect amount of time. To and take the temperature. Yeah, and it's so comforting. So here we are. We have returned from our trip to Mexico, to Correas, and it was it was giving Iliad. It was giving uh, Hearts of Darkness. It was giving Ishtar. <laughs> it was giving just these epic journeys into the unknown. Yeah, it really was. It was it was the the roller coaster of life. It, it was, was transcendent. It was a it was a clothing dryer of the soul, round and round. Tumble dry baby. Tumble dry baby. It was not dry, it was very humid, but it was the highs and lows. Yin yang. <laughs> It was, we luckily, we personally escaped many of the physical lows, but just to give people a sense, within we moved to, people have probably seen on our Instagrams, we moved to the most incredible Tony Montana Mexican oceanfront villa. Right. That was like, I mean, it really was, I felt like I was in like a, a more colorful Puff Daddy video. Yeah, yeah. And, but we did have people being struck down by various illnesses. Every every few hours, there was someone else who went we, down for the we couch. We managed to, so far so good, we're, we're like, you know, I don't know, we came out okay. But I, I, I didn't know it was going to be a sabbatical from devices and computers. Had, yes, your first day there. My computer just wouldn't go on. Everyone's was fine. And you're in the middle of working on your memoir, as the beautiful babies well know. Yeah, my image of this trip to Chris was me sitting in my room, looking at the ocean while everyone was doing their thing. Sipping a margarita. Uh, well, just no, not even that. I was just sitting in the room, writing, 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 looking at that view, saying, no, 
I'm not going to go on that at little day trip or whatever. And <laughs> your vision involves to, saying no a lot. <laughs> yeah, cut to like the we had no Wi-Fi, which was kind of amazing for the kids. I the think they, their theater, sabbatical was really if, was yeah, much. Someone needed. told them we're going to unplug you for a week. The movie theater at this villa wasn't working. I mean, does could, could you find a more entitled and spoiled complaint to have about a holiday. No, no, I'm just the movie, saying look, the, there was, the I'm talking about like, I mean, it did work on and off. I'm just saying Generally when I stay in a villa, the movie theater is in tub working No, I'm on just it. saying there, I'm just, I'm lumping it into how there was no <laughs> tech. Uh, there were tech, tech. issues. Yeah. So I'm reading Truman, a Truman Capote biography that, that was, that's been great. And also it's the off season. Yeah, so it was it was very hot and humid, and there were there were tech issues, and there were illnesses. So we had our hosts. So this whole Down. trip, this whole <laughs> <laughs> this whole trip was was a birthday trip for our friend Jessie. That her husband Jamie, these are dear friends of ours. They organized it. It was this big epic birthday, and she went down with COVID. I think like, it was like day three immediately. But you <laughs> know, it was he got it. Was kind of amazing. So they were like not around because they were being, you know, like Yeah, there was, good. A, there was probably there three nice. days where our hosts were just totally absent in as they should be. But isolating. it was kind of amazing because all the, the the activities that her husband had organized, we were the benefactors of them. So it was kind of an amazing, <laughs> you're like on this amazing holiday, like he he's just, you know, spoiled everyone and we're getting all the... The fruits of the uh, presence. How would you say? Yeah, and so, and she, poor Jessie, is like alone in her room and coming out every so often to sit on a hammock and social distance and, but, and put on the bravest face. Yeah, like so, and we were outdoors the whole time. So when we did have you know those short interactions with them, we were grateful and we felt relatively safe. And but then you have the regular type of Mexican, you know, upset tummies and all that sort of thing. And then there was a, some kind of other bug going around. I mean, it was it was wild. But then that contrasted with some of the most like some of the most unique and incredible experiences. I took Goldie and her friend Frankie and a few of us went out on a boat, which you did say no to because of your penchant for uh, seasickness. Yeah. And we went to Esmeralda what was, Island. Yeah, we went to a little Esmeralda Beach, which was this totally secluded remote beach. We saw turtles having sex. Never seen that before. Yeah, um, that was really cool. Huh? We, I mean, that was it. Was like the it was true like Blue Lagoon. Like I've never actually been on an island that is completely un or a beach that's totally inaccessible. It was amazing. The food was incredible. There was a chef at this house cooking for us, and then. It did all come together. The the fight. Well, the this the second last night was kind of amazing because Jesse was still truly sick, and Jamie had hired a mariachi band. So he had. It was like a comedy of errors because she was going to go out on her ba- balcony, and the mariachi band was going to serenade her. But the you know lost in translation aspect of it ended up again. We were all serenaded. I mean, she did come out on a balcony have and, a little boogie and enjoy it and the mari- and it was incredible the mariachi band i just started sobbing because also it was the most beautiful mariachi band and i was weeping goldie had a friend with her 
who finally got homesick and she started crying. Can I actually plug this mariachi band? Yes. Because I got sent their I'm, Facebook page I'm and I'm going to friend them. them. The Mariachi Rosales. And they're actually coming to play in Oxnard apparently for some reason. And then they're going to England for a like competition. And the, the singer was singing in this falsetto. I mean, it was truly like this incredible transcendent musical moment. But then Jessie had to go lie down. She was in bed and they're carrying down birthday cake with the WhatsApp messages weren't going through in time. And she's trying desperately to go to sleep sick. And, and there's a mariachi band outside her door. I door did hear to them say, say like, birthday happy cake. birthday, dear Jessie. Because <laughs> that's when Jamie, her husband, came out and was like frantically saying, no, no, don't wake her up. But did you hear them say... Jesse, like they all <laughs> sort of that? said that part quietly, and I think it was just when he was like, "Cut!" He's doing the like, "Cut, cut it, cut it." But it was, and it was an ex- incredible dinner. And well, they came into. We were having an indoor dinner that night because uh, humidity. We went indoors where my daughter Kate had her room, which was this amazing kind of indoor dining room slash massage room slash hang room that Kate was sleeping in. Palapa, I believe it was a palapa. Yeah, but it it wasn't like a formal bedroom, but Kate was happy as a clam there. And so anyway, we ate indoors and the mariachi band came and just serenaded us. And and I I, felt like I was sort of in The Godfather or something. like. There's this high art being delivered while we were eating this exquisite meal while our hosts were dying. And, (laughs) And to make the time sort of not go by, but to do something, our friend Spencer, who's a, a filmmaker, we made, you know, I know that there's a strike. This is, when I say we made a movie, we didn't really. This is not going to be monetized in any sense, <laughs> no. I guarantee you. But we made if a If someone sort could of... find a way to monetize this, it would be a feat of true business genius. We did a full Jurassic Park entrance into the villa where we all had the, the, the we came out of the cars that were there waiting at all times. To, it was a very lavish trip. So there was like cars waiting to take us to the beach and stuff. And so we had the drivers and stuff be a part of it and open the gates to the villa. And we all do like major overacting coming into the villa. But he edited for her birthday, for her birthday, the beginning, the opening of this movie. And it became very surreal film. Yeah, there was all kinds of, there was essentially a lot of death and violence due to the sound of percussion for some reason. that We never really But in our comas, we all wake up snapping and- Like turtles. Yeah. Oh, no, like crabs. What am I saying? Like turtles. <laughs> That's all right. Um, you're still thinking of those turtles making love. Cut, cut to the next night, which was the the, the the our final night there, which was the big feast out on. <laughs> and we had DJ. He hired DJ Dex for DJ Dad Bod to which do a little you. set, you're which is me. I can speak about myself in third person. It's okay. And there were conti- one of the decks kept. Uh, shorting out that's you know that was just regular standard text but I was like it was really fun but then their little boy he has such Lenny he has such an attachment to rock and roll that I started playing dance music and he started sobbing hysterically he hated new wave music <laughs> I started so I was playing like you... Ride on Time or something and he was just wailing I've never seen such like a violent reaction to disco and disco then, sucks and then his littler brother you have a great mashup that has the Bluey song and he it was so emotional for him that he was weeping because he couldn't <laughs> he couldn't stand or he loved so much a mashup with Bluey I've got to say DJ Dabbutt has had some strong negative reactions it was like but this trip, was this the highs took and the lows cake. of your DJ set. But then this the incredible meal came out, and we're all making speeches because we all I think 
having gone through a big thing together, you're very emotional and open. My and we speech were... made her cry. The birthday girl was That's at true. the end of the table, social distancing, but she cried when I did my speech. And then I was like... You were a true Toastmaster. And then every every like few hours, I was like, so Ben, I, I really made her cry in that speech, right? I, I know, really you really wanted cry. some recap compliments, <laughs> uh-huh. didn't you? You were like, what part of it do you think made her cry? What I do you said think it was remi- a- I was reminding myself of Keith Raniere in one of the documentaries <laughs> about the... Um, what's the Nexium. Nexium, when he's lying with all the women and he's like, remind me why you guys all just love me so much. <laughs> like, isn't it enough that they were lying all over him? He had to have them tell him why they were so I kept saying tell me again the story of how I made her cry and it was it was truly though because you were honest and complimentary of her parenting which for a parent I think who's got little kids also our friendship is new and and it's it's sort of deep and stuff but as we're eating they're they're setting up this like sort of thing on the side of our table very close to the table (laughs) and all of a sudden it explodes (laughs) and then it says does it say happy birthday I was concentrating that they brought in new DJ dicks halfway through (laughs) and like Jamie was like quick play some rock and roll the fireworks are going off so that was Pretty good. This was I couldn't the beginning of the fireworks was this sort of thing right beside the table that exploded. And then I think it said half HBD or something. But then the firework display was unbelievable. It was out of hand. It was the kind was of great. fireworks that we don't really have access to in a hands-on manner anymore in, you know, America or Australia. Yeah, it was over the ocean. Although perhaps today, as it is, you know, uh, July 21st in Australia, National Handjob Day, perhaps they are going to demonstrate with a massive fireworks display of uh, symbolizing yeah. the end of the, the, the handjob. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, and then, uh, so there was this incredible folks. And then we just had a full on dance party and it was really like the release. Even the sick people were up, just everyone was dancing. And it was, it was that kind of thing. You go through a massive trip with people. You feel really close to them. You and Rada Mitchell got really close. She's great. All the animals. We The first Spencer night, there Nick was a and... giant scorpion. Oh, yeah, we found a scorpion. And then I room. pulled it out and someone working there, we put it in a cup and with a little paper and we were like, where should we throw it? Where should we throw it? And he was just like... like step on it? He's like, uh, <laughs> kill we it. should kill it. Uh, but so... then, and then all the beginning, all the bugs and the sort of like crabs everywhere at first, you're sort of like, oh, a bug, oh, crab. And by the end of the trip, you're just like walking around with all these animals. And and, and I got to say, you know, a few people did reach out after our last episode and our post sort of imagining. I mean, we were obviously comedically playing it up that as if we were having like a terrible time. I mean, we were having no. an amazing time. Oh, yeah. But it is the comedic value of the harder moments they're funnier they're always funnier than the amazing moments i mean Um, i miss that it was very fancy schmancy it It was was so it was awesome so i don't know if they're listening or if they're still recovering but jamie and jesse we love you thank you for taking us on this on that amazing uh, amazing trip and happy birthday jesse and uh we'll uh let's let's do it all again for your 31st together we're weirder we're weirder together I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
As the cultural imprint of the Weirder Together podcast grows, uh, I had a great experience yesterday. I was flicking through Instagram and I looked at someone's story and I read this beautiful quote, put it in the infographic, and I was like, sounds a little familiar. Little, and it says, there is something so beautiful about having long-term friends that have witnessed multiple versions of you and loved you unconditionally through each version. And I was like, I sent this to Daphne Javich and I was like, do you recognize this? She was like, yes. You said that on our podcast where we into, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't mean to be cynical, but it sounds like a one of those cards you get in the supermarket and you open it up and it says. Yeah, but those cards of, are copywritten. You can't just take what's written in one of those cards. I said well, listen, this. Those are my exact if, words. If we play back the podcast and it's exactly those words, I will believe that someone took it. But that sounds like a beautiful generic thing. I'm going to do it right now. Like when you're friends with someone through multiple chapters of their life and you've loved them through every one, some may, you may question more than others, some may irritate you, but at the end of the day, you love the person. Mm -hmm. I just think that with old friends is like such a remarkable thing to have been through together. I know, that is interesting. Okay, that, that is not exact. You're right. But I think you're, you're you, you, I do think that you're someone that, gives the most incredible insights and advice and and like yeah but i jumped i jumped the gun there i fully took credit for an info slide boy. i especially boyed that moment i knew I some told... was fishy about that <gasps> but well, definitely thought sound... it was me too I, well I'm... it's a very generic thing to say like loving different versions of one another but i have to say when we are giving couples advice or like when people come and we're having a heart to heart with a friend and they're not even asking questions but they always look at you and i know i'm a comforting wise person but I do, I almost feel competitive, you know, what's new. I'm always competitive with you. But they always will, like, they look at you and they want to know what you're saying because you say things brilliantly. I think they're just actively watching me lose hair in real time. They're just looking up at your they're just They're just watching my hairline gently recede on the top of it, gently just balding. Isn't it funny when you are talking to someone and their eyes are kind of looking <laughs> somewhere on your face and you're, and you're like, what are you looking I at? Got a, I got a shock at the video uh, someone filmed of me jumping jumping off the boat when we were in Correas. Um, something about being in the water, so my hair all going down totally flat and the sun hitting me from the top, it was like the cleanest look I've ever got at my balding pattern. And I'm just wondering what the next evolution of my hairstyle should be to like work with you're jumping the gun. It's working right now. It's okay. It's okay. Because I keep because because I'm not losing it that much at the front and sides. No, it looks good. I feel like am I like hiding a secret? No, you're am not. Am I doing a version of a comb over? You're not doing the comb over. My grandpa Benny had a comb over, but it was such a tragic comb over because it was like nine hairs. But he was, you know, he he often said if he was a millionaire or whatever, he would have bought a nice toupee. Oh, that's how much are toupees? Can't be he, that much. Well, he was in the Depression era, so it would have been. But listen, timing, lighting, posture. Mm. So three the, of my specialties. In the right <laughs> lighting, you don't see it. Yeah, um, what do you think the timing part of that? Oh, the most important three things: timing, lighting, posture. When you talk, and what you say, is and timing. in the deep and the deepest sense of of that, everything is timing. It, having look i've never been as like a career in show business is basically entirely timing yeah i think because the reality is that sometimes it's best to be first at something sometimes it's best to be second at something I, we were actually chatting oh, right. we were chatting 
when we were in Mexico about social media because we didn't we're have both, it. Yeah, yeah. So we were but talking But also, we're, about it. you and I are both more active than a lot of our peers at our age on social media. But I was saying, I actually like being somewhat of a late adapter to social media, adopter. I don't want to get on a new platform the moment it starts because of the energy expenditure. Like, I've done it before. Like, Steam it. I got so involved in this new platform that was built on um, decentralized networks and cryptocurrency and stuff. And basically, I thought I was getting in on the ground floor of a new medium, and it ultimately didn't work. And I had nothing to show for the effort I'd put in. So I like, I think the timing of when to join a party is one of the most beautiful skills you can have. Yeah, sure. Sometimes, we're still learning. Yeah, the second person doing the business will get the kind of uh, better business out of the business. What was, was that it makes sense. Bowie or Burroughs who said it doesn't matter who did it first, it's who did it second. Yeah, that's right. I don't know who said it. Maybe you said it. Yeah, I said it third. <laughs> what, I loved that story that I heard on um, James Murphy from LCD Sound System on Tom Sharpling's pod uh, talking about when he met Bowie and he said to him, and Bowie said he was a big LCD Sound System fan, and James Murphy said, well, if you know anything about my band, you know how much I stole from you. And he said, he just turned to him and said, you can't steal from a thief. That's what Bowie said. Isn't that perfect? Love it. Yeah, listen, and the posture part is not just that that lighting timing posture. It's not just literal posture. It just means also. Good, because I'm a lost cause when it comes to that. And I've apparently passed my scoliosis on down to our daughter. I'm sorry. I had it too. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I Mild can't claim credit scoliosis. for that. Did you get the scoliosis test in seventh grade? You're taken out of class? No, but I like your story of all the people they put, all the scoliosis kids went in one room and the others went in the other. Yeah, it was a full Sophie's Choice moment. Like, I mean, that's a bit dark, but but there were two lines. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? When, when did you discover it? Wasn't as, that's scoliosis? not also it wasn't Sophie's Choices. Uh, some of them got taken that way, and some went that way, right? But hers was choosing which one. I didn't mean the moment was the choice. I okay. meant that there was a separation. There was a separation. Of, yeah, yeah. I had but my, you're right. It was a, it was not a good allegory, and that's it's also distasteful yes and that was so brutal because they both were killed both her kids i know uh, why anyway that, why what did that end up Cause because she couldn't choose. it was no she did choose but they both that they both were killed anyway wow i'm starting to think the nazis were somewhat unethical <laughs> my scoliosis was discovered at the pediatrician and I was touching my toes and they said you have mild scoliosis and he was um fleischer um Heidi Fleischer's dad. Heidi Fleiss, babe. Heidi Fleiss. Hi <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charles my, Fleischer. <laughs> what if Charles Fleischer was pretending to be a pediatrician because he's such a good um, character actor? Yeah, he's a good actor. And actually, he could. If there was a biopic on, um, what was Heidi Fleischer? Uh, Heidi Fleiss? Fleiss. Oh, his name was um, Doctor Fleiss. Doctor Fleiss. I don't know his first name, but if they did a biopic on Doctor Fleiss, I think you. I think uh, Charles Fleischer could play him. Straight he, up, Charles Fleischer. Shout out to Charles Fleischer. Saw was, him at the comedy store, comedy store once. My favorite joke by him was, uh, you know, people who get turned on by water, uh, call it's called hydromancy, and people that are turned on by uh, dead people, it's called necromancy, and people that are turned on by expensive men's trousers are called fancy pantsy mancy. <laughs> He's great. And Jay Gordon was Heidi Fleiss's father's partner. So Dr. Fleiss and... Sexual. <laughs> 
pediatrician in, in Silver Lake. They were partners and they were very like... In a house, they wanted you to put chamomile tea bags on your eyes all the time. And squeer, <laughs> squirt breast squirt milk breast on each other. They were very healthy. <laughs> what if they were just like perverts that just wanted to see new mums squeezing breast well, milk listen, on each other? Well, uh, listen, Jay Gordon back then used to wear tennis shorts and had cute tan legs and all the moms had a crush on him. And uh, But did they have a net with them? Mm, that's a funny story. Tell it, baby. Tell it. All right, but then I have to go back to my pediatrician story. I'll remind you if you okay, tell you the net. You always say I'm a non sequitur, but you're throwing me into the non sequitur uh, thing right now. I like messing with you. Okay. Um, <laughs> the 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 story about the net is I had a very colorful stepfather who was uh, from Florida and a drug smuggler, like a lot of kids in the '70s. I'm not the only one. But we were once in Florida. We weren't living there, but we were visiting there when I was a kid. And we were in a uh, sports store. What do you call those stores? That's, Big Five. Uh, yeah, but it's small. Sporting goods. Sporting goods. So a mom and pop-ish, but in a mini mall nonetheless. Um, and we were just, you know, I was like 12 and, and Paul was very handsome. And he, dolphin shorts were popular, which were these sort of polyester short, sort of, they looked like running shorts and they had one color on one thigh, another color, like a checkerboard, but just white, beige, beige, white, or red, blue, blue, red. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're very popular for women. And I'm like looking around and Paul grabs one and puts it on in the dressing room and comes out. And there's just like, a couple people in the store and then a woman at the register. He comes out and he had a kind of biggish long, I guess, or whatever. And he comes out and the tip of it is coming out on the bottom. And he was, and he comes out and he says to the woman, you got a net for one of these? He had sort of a, like, an, he had a, like a Florida, but it's sort of New York. Was same he being time. weird? And like, cause that's, that is exposing himself. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he, he really, he might not have been, but in my memory, it was, coming down at the bottom but I immediately jumped on like a treadmill and started like pretending I wasn't with him Get a real um, Larry David yeah, and exa- Buster Keenan I, know, I did because but the, did you spit some water out of your mouth the funny thing was walk into a door he was slip on a banana peel <laughs> No, because I step on a rake that went to face. (laughs) Take like a suitcase and bang myself in the face with it, like you did in the short film we made. Um, No, listen, I was trying to just like pretend I wasn't with him, but he wasn't showing off, or maybe he was hitting two birds with one stone. (laughs) I think he truly loved like fashion, and he liked it was like so in the zeitgeist these dolphin shorts, and he and they were all for women, and they didn't have nets. But I love the idea that. You got a net for one of these? I guess he just meant that there would be a version with a net. Or in my mind, I was like, what do you buy net undies and put them in there? Yeah, so then you got to carry two. And then, so now let's go back to the pediatrician who also wore the dolphin shorts. Oh, no. He wore just tennis shorts. And he had a net, though. Yeah, he would mail tennis you shorts. You never saw the tip of Charles Fleischer's penis. This was Jay Gordon. Okay. <laughs> But um, Charles, uh, uh, Heidi Fleiss's father was a little more nebbishy looking. Mm-hmm. Jay Gordon was like, but you know Heidi Fleiss, famous madam. Of course. I think she's a heroic woman. It was a different time. She was 
she was her reputation seen was, as not heroic, but it was it was it was before. I don't know. Heroic might be over the top, but 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 legit. She was running a business. She was providing a service that nowadays sex work, uh, especially in America, is beginning the process of being destigmatized. But this yeah, was what was this early nineties or and there should yeah. be all the healthcare and blah blah blah, and women should choose insurance and safety da, 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 da. and security. But yeah. yeah, she just the fact that she was so young and such a boss bitch. But I don't remember my pediatrician story anymore. Well, on that note, I think we're going to wrap it up. Uh, what a, it's nice. It's nice to be back potting with you again. I'm feeling a renewed energy. I feel like we took the journey. We took the hero's journey into the belly of the beast. I have to say one thing. Say it, baby. So Jay Gordon was uh, <laughs> com- uh, famously anti-vax, but not if you wanted them. And I don't know. He Oh, he wasn't anti-COVID-vax. Va- vax. Yeah, right. Just because there's all this Robert Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Garbage. Oh, by the way, yeah, great podcast that uh, we both listen to. So I'm just saying, I'm not anti. Uh... You're not anti dolphin shorts. Uh-uh. Um, I'm gonna just plug that pod. I'm yeah. not. I'm not pro paranoia, big destroyer. I think that you know. I believe. I believe that the doctors and scientists are trying their best. There is a great podcast. There's obviously a lot of Robert Kennedy's doing a big press tour at the moment. And look, is he being anti-Semitic? Eh, there was some questionable rhetoric. Oh my god! Why <laughs> but, does it always go back but I, to that? I want to highly recommend um, a podcast episode of This Week in Virology, TWIV, called "Debunking RFK Jr.'s Vaccine Funk" with Dan Wilson. I'll put a link to it in the show notes, and it's just a great level-headed understanding of the current science around vaccines yeah. it's not these guys do not deny there can be vaccine injuries there are they complications they don't want there they to be want... they try their best not to make them ever have any side effects but to they anyone. But, but these these there's a group of scientists who are basically going through nerds. rfk yeah real nerds i love them and you, i want nerds i want nerds to be talking about this and they're really um they 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 really just uh shedding light on some of the just drama and fear. Well, when people are afraid they want to blame something, like even in Mexico, uh, someone was like, I think it's the beans. The beans are making everyone sick. And it's like, so it's like, you want to blame something. Blame the beans. I'm like, I don't know. I think they've been making beans beans for You start blaming the beans in Mexico. You can eat tortillas, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, let's, I'm (laughs) going (laughs) to, I'm going to pop a, I'm going to end this episode with a song from the McDermott and North EP that came out a couple of weeks ago on Weirder Together Records. This song is called Pearly Whites, and uh, we're glad to be back, and we love you. Beautiful babies. Bonita niñas and niños. i
Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 